Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome into the playoff edition of the CMB Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Zach Henson, and we do not have Jordan Pace with us this week, obviously, but we do have a very nice fill-in this week with James Lane from Almond Brothers. James, how are you doing? Doing great, Zach. Glad to be here. I just hope to do a little bit of justice to what Jordan usually brings to the podcast. Yes. Uh, I, I guess you got uh, the, the message about the regret. And let's just kind of kick it off with that just to start. So we sent out the message asking for everybody's biggest regrets um, from the league this year. And uh, I'm going to read these off real quick. And then, James, you let me know what regret that you have. How's that sound? All righty. Sounds good. All right. So uh, biggest regret, Jeff, he says, I dropped Terry McLaren the Saturday before opening day to get Hunter Renfro on the Antonio Brown release news. So that's pretty, pretty rough right there mm. for Jeff. And uh, Greg reaped the benefit there on that one. Chase, he says, so many. Number one, letting a known Vandy fan join a team called Big Orange Bullies. There was a, there was a rig job <laughs> from the start. Number two, cheering for H&F and then still losing. And number three, having a child that prevented me from drafting slash focus on the season. He says, this one is a Sounds joke. Sounds like a lot, of, uh, a lot of excuses. <laughs> yeah, he says this one is a joke, but still maybe half true. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I do think his uh, adding adding uh, Vandy fan to that team might have been his downfall. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I think so. I mean, then, but yeah. And Pay says waiting seven weeks to trade away Devontae Adams while he was injured, and then he put saved my saved my season. So uh, Pace was, which he would trade. Devonte Adams sooner. Uh, Jay Myrick no. says, "One sentence. I regret trading Dak for Deshaun Jackson." Yes, very true. Carver yeah. says, "Chase and I are most frustrated with David Johnson and our overall luck this season, as far as scoring a lot of points and being pretty average for the most part." So yeah, David Johnson has not been too good. I've got a stat about him later, though. We'll get to that. So James, what do you have? Any regrets this season? You know, Blake and I, we talked about what our regrets might be, and um, we've decided that after this season, um, thanks in no part to one Jake Stanford, that we will no longer be accepting any trades of any form next season, and that's our largest regret is making deals with Jake, and now everyone else has to suffer that consequence. Wow. So no trades at all from the Allman brothers. Yeah, next year we're just going off our draft picks, however many great tight ends there are, and whatever the waiver wire, whatever we can purchase, that's that's our uh, our game plan for next year. So, do you just do you uh, feel that the, the lack of shark facts played a role this year? Do you feel like you'll be more prepared with more facts, maybe, and that will lead to better luck for you in the season? I do, I do think so. I think you know, not being prepared for the draft in that sense really really might have set our season off on a bad foot or a bad fin. All right. Well, let's get into it. Uh, Looking back into week 13 and ahead to week 14 with a trip around the league. Let's take a trip around the league. All right. We've got our week 13 recap. Our all, all pro team are as follows. Our top quarterback this week was Aaron Rodgers, 34.55 for Big Orange Bullies. Uh, Devontae Parker, 
34.90 for Jordan Awanazin. And Robert Woods, 30.20 for Kevin. Kevin also claims the top two running back spots with James White, 37.70, and Darius Geis with 27.70. So three in a row players right there for Kevin. Uh, your top tight end was – Yeah. Top tight end was Higby, 23.70. Uh, we picked him up. We did not start him, though. Uh, your top flex, James? Alshon Jeffrey, 28.70 for the Allman brothers, helping save you guys from the ice bucket right there. That was big. That did come through. Yep. And then Lutz was the top kicker for Kevin. Again, Kevin's got four guys now, 17 points. Uh, Your top DST was Tampa Bay. They played Jacksonville. They scored 29 points. They are a free agent currently. Your top IDPs, uh, Roquan Smith, Allman brothers, 25 points for you guys, James. He's been a stud for you guys all season. Oh, yeah. Cameron Jordan, 20, Very pleased. Yeah, Cameron Jordan, twenty-four point fifty is a free agent. Devin White for H and F, twenty-three point seventy-five. Anthony Harris, seventeen point seventy-five points for Risher, and DB. Let's see, Ty Smith, sixteen point seventy-five. He's a free agent, bringing the total to three seventy-one point twenty, which is pretty much average for the whole season. Um, so yeah, James, uh, you guys escaping the ice bucket. Uh, let's let, just tell us a little bit about that for you guys. How did that go? Well, first off, we had, I think the reason we were able to escape is because we had accepted our fate. I believe you text Blake and I and said, uh, looks like you guys may be up for the ice bucket this year. And I said, you know, it comes for us all. So <laughs> I think part of going into that last, that Monday night, accepting our fate that this is going to happen, because let's be honest, who thought Julian Edelman would be covered up so much by the Texans like and Tom Brady just would forget how to play football for a half I mean it was just beautiful and uh that's that's really what brought us brought us back and out of last place and I just hate to see it happen to such a good guy like Risher but you know that's what it is yeah I was checking my app like crazy watching y'all's matchup I would imagine a lot of people in the league were doing the same um it was just the odds were against you guys because you had to win by you know, 50 plus points just to pull this off. And, um, and we hadn't had one of those weeks where we won by 50 plus points, really. Yeah. It's been, been pretty tight. Yeah. And so you had to be feeling pretty good, though, when you guys started the Russell Gage guy from Atlanta. And on uh, Thanksgiving, he catches that touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was, I can't remember how long the touchdown was. But for him to get you guys 52 yards, five receptions, and a touchdown, 16.20 in your flex spot right there. And then the tight end coming, oh, yeah. through, coming through for you guys, old Jason Witten, 18.20 points. I'm not surprised, yeah, honestly. Know, there was a lot of uh, speculation on if I was if we were still the tight end whisperers. And I think that, you know, it, it, maybe not all season, but when we needed it, it came through. Yep. But the real uh, killer for Risher was that he started Jabril Peppers, who was out for the game. Um, he plays for the New York Giants, and they were playing Green Bay. He was out, and he started them, giving him a big goose egg. And I would think that if Risher had started almost any other DB or safety in the league, you guys, James, would be getting the ice bucket. Are you? Uh, yeah. Were you aware that he that he had a guy that put up zero points and wasn't even playing? Yes, I saw that, and uh, I made sure to not bring any attention to that. You know, you, Thanksgiving's a busy time of year. <laughs> games a little, you know, more games earlier in the week. Just getting distracted. Maybe it was the amount of turkey he saw coming down the line, but I wasn't going to bring any attention to that. That's right. Yeah, 
And uh, maybe you guys can send him a, a bag of almonds or something as a thank you gift, something like that possibly. I think we'll have to. Yeah. Or maybe he'll have to eat an almond out of Blake's belly button Ooh. as punishment. You know, I like that. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, well, and, go- and can I just say that watching Julian Edelman not be able to get the amount of points he needed was probably my highlight of the season. Oh, man. Crazy. Um, hey, he kept it close, though, that garbage touchdown at the end. But other than that, Yes. Yeah. Almost, almost as crazy as Tyler Lockett not catching anything with our matchup with Kevin last week. Um, and for Kevin to lose by .05 points, and then we wake up this mm. morning – and uh, Kevin had a stat correction and is now in the playoffs, bumping Chase and Carver from the playoffs. Did you see that? And another rematch for you guys this week. Yes. Yeah, we got another rematch with Kevin. We had a little bit of confusion, and I, and I figured I would go ahead and clear that up. So uh, in our league, and I think in most Yahoo default leagues, you uh, or the default setting is that when the players are eliminated from the playoffs – their team is locked. They cannot make any transactions, add drop, waiver claims, anything like that. If, uh, you know, somebody, you know, one team wanted to mess with people that were actually playing for something, they could pick up all these players or, I mean, there's just all kinds of things you can manipulate um, the waiver wire and stuff like that. So the default setting is to lock it. So um, as of last night, we were set up to be playing the big orange bullies. Uh, Kevin put in a bid for $11 for Zach Pascal, and uh, he was denied this transaction because he was not in the playoffs at the time uh, when the players came off. And so he posted that he tried to pick him up this morning, or he he brought this to light this morning that uh, he was unable to get Zach Pascal because he did not make the playoffs. Stat correction takes place. Kevin's in the playoffs. He didn't get Zach Pascal. We picked him up for free. Um, and and so anyways, the right thing to do is to give Zach to, um, your worst nightmare and Kevin. So I called up Kevin and we got it all squared away. So he does now own Zach Pascal. This is just a very rare situation. I think with a, Mm -hmm. a stat correction coming into play right here in the playoffs and stuff like that. I don't remember this happening in our last, I guess we've been doing this 15 years. So. Uh, we'll make an exception for the rule, and I think that was the right thing to do. Oh, yeah. Can I just say, for all those people out there that hate on H&F and their trade policies and the way they go about it, what what a kind thing have you guys yeah. to do. What a I great, mean, yeah, what a nice thing. I mean, it was there for the taking. You could have just kept it, but, yeah. you know, being the good Christian boys you are. That is right. You just, went ahead and did the right thing. So right. everybody else just back off for a year or two and just, just make your trades with H&F. They'll do you right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, James. Um, no problem. So uh, anyways, looking at the teams that missed the playoffs, um, starting at the bottom, we've got Risher losing out by seven points on the ice bucket. Uh, James, you and Blake coming in at 13th place. Uh, strong side pretty surprising at number 12 west coast wombats at 11 isaiah 40 31 10th place and big orange bullets with a stack correction fall to number nine in our standings it was quite the wild week um, with everybody going for those last two spots but we have our playoffs set um h&f east coast tecmo greco idp still suck kemp's crew pace in your face and kevin getting into the matchups there James, was there any team that you were surprised to see make it? 
Uh, you know, I mean, outside of Kevin's last second stat correction, um, I feel like that's a pretty good field. Um, played pretty well all season and uh, not really surprised this year. All right. Well, let's go check out our Pick'em League Pick'em standings here. We've got uh, Jeff still in first place, distance, distancing himself from Jake. Uh, he's got 56 points, followed by Jake with 51. Reed, 49. Jordan Iwan is in 47. Strong side, 47. And I am at 45. Greg Coe at 45. Pace at 45. And IDP still stuck at 44. Um, so we got some big picks to make that we will make here in a second. But it is looking very, very likely that Jeff is going to be winning the league pick him this year. Uh, unless he has a complete uh, collapse and Jake really starts making some moves. But let's go ahead and before we make our picks of the week, let's look at the week 14 preview and our fab recap of Show Me the Money. Show me the money! All right, so the only big uh, bid that we had was for Darwin Thompson of Kansas City. Tecmo put in a bid of $41. I'm imagining that is all the money they had left. I have not looked at their team. I will try to take a look in a little bit, but uh, they bid $41, making sure they got their guy, Darwin Thompson. Jake bid $15, still shopping at the dollar store, hoping to get a bargain. Um, the notable non-compete fabs, um, there were just a few. None were really that big. Um, Jake put in $8, IDPs $5 on Kicker, and then Jake $1 on Minshew. So, uh, yeah, just kind of a pretty pretty boring uh, fab week. Um, a little bit, I guess, as to be expected with half of the team or half of the league making uh, moves this week. But anyways, $41 on Darwin Thompson for Tecmo. And let's go ahead and check out our picks of the week. Picks of the week. All right, James. Let's go with this. Uh, let's go with this first matchup here. Let's go ahead and do H and F Industries and your worst nightmare right now. Uh, looking at these two teams, who do you who do you got? You know, it's uh, it's a close matchup. I think it's going to be a, a little bit closer than the predictions. But I'm going to have to go with H and F because I, Lamar Jackson is just. I mean, unreal. I know he's the Patrick Mahomes of this year, but it just seems like they don't have an answer for him anywhere. And he can put up big points on, with his feet and his arm. So that's going to be the difference maker, I feel like. Yeah, I'm going to go with this as well. I think that it would be a kind gesture for Kevin to go ahead and bench Patrick Mahomes. Um, maybe also Drew Brees. Just don't even start a quarterback this week. I think that would be – Oh, right. especially with what you guys just did for him. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, I think that's the right thing for him to do. Um, so, Kevin, if you hear this, go ahead and give those – let those guys have the week off. Moving along, East Coast Wombats versus Pace in your face. I would say this is the uh, the matchup of who the real host is of the CMB Fantasy Football League podcast. Um, this is a big one right here. Both chances, both teams got a 50-50 shot at winning, it says, with the Yahoo projections. James, who you got winning? Oh, you know, I, I'm going to have to go with pace in your face. Pace I think he's going to pull it out. George Kittle, even though he's questionable, I think uh, he's going to have a, have a big week. And uh, Kyler Murray is still sleeping over there. So I think he'll, he'll continue to do big things. Yeah, I like um, – Pace's team. I feel like the arrow is really pointing up for him right now. He's got a 
good matchup, you know, Tennessee at Oakland. I think that they're really going to take care of business with Oakland. They've been terrible. Yeah, I was that defense in Tennessee is playing unreal. Yeah, it's a great matchup. Uh, East Coast Wombats, uh, I, I mean, obviously they've got a great team. They, they finished in second, um, scored a lot of points. Uh, I just don't like the matchups as much on their team. And um, Michael Thomas, though, is an absolute stud. And I've got a crazy stat about him. Let me just – let me go ahead and read this real quick, this stat about Michael Thomas. Uh, Michael Thomas dropped a pass in the third quarter uh, of last Sunday's game. He has 198 catches, 22 games, 403 days since his last drop. Mm. 198 catches, 22 games, 403 days. That's how long it's been since his last drop, Michael Thomas. That guy's been yeah. unbelievable. You know, what that, you know yeah. what that means to me? What does that mean? It means he's due for some drops. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> is this going oh. to be your lock of the week? Just, is this your lock of the this, week? This, this, yeah, let's go ahead and let's put it down there. I'll lock it. I'll lock it. You know, you bring that stat out and it's just – Oh, it's just that's a long time. I feel like it's every time the kicker gets up with a streak and the commentator says, you know, he hasn't missed one in 112 days. And sure enough, it's the game winner. So I'm going to say Michael Thomas, he's dropping some passes and pacing your face going to take it. That's the bottom line. The stone cold oh, man. All right. All right. Let's move on to our next matchup. It is Greg Coe versus IDP still sucks. So we got the four and five seed going at it right here. IDPs are the 58% favorite as of right now. Uh, they still have not added their kicker who they picked up. Um, looking at this matchup right here, James, who you got? You know, it's hard, hard for me to look at this and also seeing they don't have a kicker and what that's going to do. But, you know, I'm a homer, so uh, I'm going to have to go with Greg Coe. Greg Coe. All right. Uh, I'm looking at this. Um, I kind I kind of like this matchup. I'm inter I'm so interested to see what Brady's going to do versus Kansas City. Um, I'm not sure about the running game for Kansas or for New England uh, versus Kansas City because I Kansas City gets out to a huge lead. Brady's going to have to throw just a ton, and uh, I'm really curious about Gurley. I mean, are they saving him? You know, for this game, he hasn't been doing too much. Um, so I'm really interested to see what they do with Gurley. But, man, Greg's got some great, great IDPs. But I'm going to have to give this one IDP still suck. Um, although I think this one will be a very close matchup. All right. And moving along to the last matchup that we have is Kemp's crew versus the Tecmo Power Runners. James, who you got? Tecmo all the way. Done. Kim's crew's going home early. You know, I've already locked for the week, but I just, you know, just got got this sore spot right now for Kim's crew. Oh, <laughs> uh, I see Jake picked up this Patrick Laird guy um, off of waivers, and I have not looked into him too much, but I just don't doubt Tecmo power runners in the playoffs. There's something about their team that they will just get hot. I mean, it could be – it wouldn't surprise me if like Singletary or somebody on their team goes off. Um, it seems. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and just looking, they're wide receivers with Metcalf and um, Hill. And I mean, it's just, they've got so much talent just waiting to explode and Deshaun Watson having a great game last week. Feeling yeah. energized. Yeah. I, I think I'm gonna make that my bold prediction. I think Singletary is going to be a top five running back this week. And he's going to catch Ooh. fire for Tecmo. That's just that's how it goes for Tecmo. I don't know, I'm, but I'm, I'm going to pick Tecmo on this one. That's who you're picking as well. 
That's what I'm going with. James, I like the, uh, the bull prediction and lock that you had right there. So we'll see how that pans out. All right, James, I don't think that you would have any of these, uh, but I've got a tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Let's hear it. All right, so here we go. We got just a few tweets of the week. Um, these are just a couple of stats that I found. I'm not even going to read the handles. Um, no, that's probably not the correct etiquette, but um, we got Darren Waller is the only tight end in the league this year with three 100-yard games in 2019. I think that that is pretty incredible given how many tight ends were supposed to be sleepers and breakouts this year and just, you know, you could wait on tight ends this year, but there's only – he's the only one with three 100-yard games in 2019. Does that surprise you? Does the whole tight end – of this year surprise you the whole market yeah I think so I think it was a, a lot more spread out this year all right looking at this other tweet I've got David Johnson has finished as a top 12 running back two more times than Saquon Barkley has this season that is unbelievable if you think about it Barkley's been a complete bust this year he's been injured um just the whole Giants it's been terrible and David Johnson has been awful as well, but he has finished. David Johnson has finished as a top 12 running back two more times than Saquon Barkley has this season. That's, that's pretty impressive. And uh, James, don't you guys have Mike Williams? Is that you guys? Yes. Mike Williams is yeah. currently, on, he's currently on pace for 1,061 receiving yards, but has not scored one touchdown this season. Mike Williams has not scored a touchdown this season. The list of NFL players, in the history of the NFL, with 1,000 receiving yards and zero touchdowns, contains zero. Nobody. Nobody has ever done that. Has been on pace for over 1,000 receiving yards and never scored a touchdown. Yeah. So. And I'm pretty sure that was a trade we made this year. You think so? We picked him up on a trade, I'm pretty yeah. sure. But, and uh, you know, that, that's about like our season there. Yeah. Lots of yards, no production. Yep. Well, the last tweet of the week I have right here, since the Black Cat sighting on Monday Night Football, did you see that? Yes. The, the oh, Black yeah. Cat on November 4th. There is a Black Cat <laughs> now on the field. Halloween this past week, and a Black Cat is running across MetLife Stadium. <laughs> oh. I mean, look at his change of direction. He's though. got great lateral movement. Oh, though. my goodness. Oh, there he goes. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Felix has left the building. Oh. The NFL's cat teams have lost every single game that they have played. So all the teams with a, with a cat involved, you know, the Jaguars um, and all the other teams, they have lost every game since November 4th. So it's, it's the curse of the black cat. I'm all into the oh, yeah. curse. I think I'm believing in the, the black cat curse. I'm with you. Yeah, if your team, if you're banking on somebody in the playoffs right now playing for a cat team, just fold it up. You know, also the Predators have been pretty bad since then as well. So maybe it's even going over changing, over crossing sports. <laughs> it may be. It may be. All right, guys. Well, I um, hope you enjoyed this short podcast. We wanted to at least bring it to you without Pace. Hopefully Pace will be back next week. James, next year. I think it's going to be a good year for you guys. I know you're going to come prepared. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Oh, glad to be here. Glad to do it. Looking forward to next year. It's going to be good. All right. And good luck to everybody in the playoffs this week. Rish, we are very much looking forward to the ice bucket video. We'll see you guys next week. 